0: Welcome to Career Alchemist Podcast, a space for transforming the ways we build thriving careers and businesses with the power of human design. My name is Tiana, and I help visionary leaders create mission-driven businesses and careers and high-performing teams by unlocking their genetic potential. In this podcast, you're going to hear experts in their fields and their journey of building aligned careers, as well as my insights and experience through the lens of human design. If you're ready to become the alchemist of your career, join us. Hello, my fellow printers. Welcome to this special edition episode of Career Alchemist Podcast. Today, I'm going to talk about creating the identity of printer. And I'm going to do so in order to let you know about my upcoming masterclass I'm hosting on November 1st. It is going to be live on Zoom. And in the edition of this episode, you are going to be able to see the link and register. And if you're not able to, find me, just DM me, message me or email me. And if you're listening to this episode at some point in future after November 1st, and you would like to access the replay, please let me know. I'll make that available for you because I don't want you to miss on so much important information I'm going to share. So in this episode, I want to talk a little bit about the identity and some of the points that I won't have time and be able to touch upon in the masterclass. So why I decided to talk about printer identity, because what I often see as one of the big blocks for change makers, entrepreneurs, entrepreneurs, whatever type of printer or identity or title you want to hold. The block is when you cannot have clarity and understand what is the next step you want to create in your career or business because you don't know who you want to be. And let me clarify this a little bit. So in my four Step framework, I always put creating a business or career in this order. First, identifying who you are. So, having this reckless self awareness of who you are, how do you differentiate, how do you best optimate. So, essentially, learning and knowing who you are and what makes you unique. And human design is a lens that helps you see this. The next step is the who. It's who is your niche or who is the environment or the team you want to work with. The third step is the what. It's the offer. It's the type of the work that you do. So it's what am I creating? What is the value I'm bringing through my innate gifts and my learned skills and experiences. And the fourth and last piece is the how. So these are the strategies, the systems, the methodology, the ways how you're going to sell, market, pitch yourself, get on the interview, etc. etc. So what people often where they make the mistake is trying to learn and see what are some of the strategies, the how, how am I going to create an email list? How am I going to uh, get the right audience? How am I going to do this and that without focusing and having clarity of the first three steps? And I can affirm you that once you know, and this, this has been my modem from like years and years since I moved to New York, when I came here to study, and I was in a very competitive environment, especially as an international student, trying to find a job, especially because I needed the visa sponsorship. So at that moment, like I I had this mantra repeating over and over. It's like, if you know what you want You're going to get it. It sounds so simple. And it's like, oh, come on, Tiana, give me something, give me something more, give me more juice. But I promise you, it's this simple. When you have clarity who you want to be and what you want to do, you are going to have clarity how you're going to achieve that. So let's go to the first. Step and identifying who you want to be. So, this is part of the work that I want to bring and the awareness through this episode, and much more I'm going to touch upon in the upcoming masterclass. There are two moments when someone feels they're not aligned with who they were born to be. And the first is when the role you're currently in feels very limiting and small to you. So an example for this was while I was working in my corporate career, I was supposed to go to an event and I was supposed to write my name and my title. And just the thought of going to meet other professionals and me having on my name tag, my name and accountant or like CPA, whatever, but like showcasing my current title was so limiting for me. And I thought like, I'm so much more than my job, than my title. Like I already was starting these businesses, developing business ideas on the side. And it just like, I was an entrepreneur in my heart, although I didn't have an established business. So when you are, you are at this point where your role feels very small and limiting, you have to start expanding and exploring What it is else that the value you create, the value you bring, and what do you want to be known for? The second moment when you are not aligned with your title, the role, is when the identity you want to embody feels so Distant to you. For example, you might be still working in your job, but you're starting to create the business on the side. And maybe you're like building coaching, consulting, or you're like starting something, the startup on the side. And let's say, let's say you're a coach, you want to be a coach, and you need to go out, acquire clients, start talking to people, but you need to be introducing yourself as a coach. And this is an example of someone I've been talking to recently where they told me like, I know I need to start presenting myself as a coach, but I just cannot say it. I don't feel it yet. So what happens in these cases? When And something that I'm going to take you back on is episode 15 number 15 in which i was talking about the seven stages of transformation when you're going through professional transformation and you're you are basically changing your identity you might be going from your corporate role to becoming an entrepreneur or you're changing, pivoting into something else. When you are going through this big identity shift in the middle of this process, you're going to be in the segment that we call the void. This is the part where you still haven't detached yourself from your current title, the identity, but you still haven't embodied the new identity you're building. So that was the example of a coach. Like, I know I want to be. A coach, but I'm not there yet. So how do you overcome these blocks and really tap into the identity of who you were born to be? And I'm not going to talk so much about human design types. I'm going to cover that in the masterclass, but I want to point out like what you should be thinking of and start doing in these three situations. The first situation is If you are in your title where you feel you have outgrown that, whether that be accountant, project manager, consultant, CEO, whatever that is. If this title feels very limiting to what you want to do through your work, start exploring different terminology and different titles and descriptions you want to use when you're expressing the work you do, and the professional impact you want to make. The second situation is if you still, if you know you want to be a coach, consultant, entrepreneur, but you can't embody that title, that identity, in order to become that, you need the action, you need the proof to be able to embody and this is the process when we're going from head to body from how, like, you know, in your mind, okay, this is what I want to, who I want to be. And this is how I need to introduce myself, but I can't feel it in my body. I don't feel that identity yet. And this is the same as like, when you hear the advice dress for the job you want to have I make decisions from the CEO identity, but you're not CEO yet. So without the actions that affirm your new identity, it is very hard to put yourself in that future version of you. What is going to help you is to determine the point in which you are becoming that identity. Let me clarify. So a lot of people can't say, oh, I'm an entrepreneur until they do or achieve something. So I really want to bring this to your attention to start thinking and asking yourself a question. Like if you want to embody the coach identity, when are you going to feel you are a coach when you have certain amount of clients or when are you going to feel and embody the identity of entrepreneur is it when you launch your business when you establish your company or when you have a first employee when you have first offer when you make X amount of revenue so you have to know one outside of you there is no rule where it says like oh these are this is the checkpoint. And these, these are the limits, like you need to reach or some specific points in your business and career to be this identity. So you might have coaching certification, but you're not, it's not enough for you to embody this identity. So personally for you, you have to determine what is that threshold? What is that point in which you are going to feel you have achieved that and became that identity. And the third situation is if you are running your company, you are CEO of your company, but you want to take your business to the next level. What is important here, the CEO identity can become limiting. And I love, I learned this, I've read this for the first time from uh, Simon Sinek when he was explaining how CEO, chief executive officer can be very limiting because sometimes in organizations you have people who are CFOs, CMOs, CAOs who are becoming uh, CEOs. And he said, like, it shouldn't be happening because if you are in executive execution role, focusing on executing a certain task within your department, you are focused on execution. So that's strategy, implementation. But as the chief officer of the company... You should be a CBO, the chief visionary officer. So whenever, if you feel trapped in a CEO role where you are stuck in these daily operations, you're constantly working on the day-to-day operations, but you can't lift your head up and look into the long-term, connect with your vision. You really need to start putting the focus on this visionary identity and delegating tasks to the people who are executives of their role and line of service. So one thing that I also wanted to emphasize in this episode and through the lens of human design when it comes to tapping into your identity and finding that a suitable role and a name for yourself or your business is G-Center. So G-Center or the identity center in our human design is the central point of our being. So even if you look at the human design chart and and then there's a circle, so you, you look at this whole mandala, you can, if you put a pen in the middle of the chart, you're going to put it in your G center. So this is the center of your identity. This is your soul, spirit, however you want to call it. So G center, the identity center is our area, our center, which gives us the sense of our identity, our purpose, our direction, and what this means if you have it colored in, defined, or you have it white, open, or undefined. What I've seen in practice in most of the cases is if you have a defined center colored in, this means that you have the strong sense of your identity, of your direction, of like internal knowing of who you are and where you're going. Whereas if you have an open or undefined center colored in white in your chart, this would show up more as if you are prone to receiving the impact and influence of other people around you and attaching your own being to them, attaching your direction to them, your purpose. When you're not in a line state, when you're in your not self through your G center in your human design, this reflects as attaching your vision, your direction, your sense of identity to other people and not having clarity of your unique purpose, your direction. When you have this center open or undefined, the healthy expression of it is being able to adjust to different environments and kind of like blend in, like change, like chameleons. So these people are called like social chameleons where you can adjust your identity to different groups, peoples, and like act, behave, or kind of pick up their traits but without holding them so you are like one of them you're in a group of uh let's say like yoga people you're like yes i'm a yogini and then you're in a group of musicians yes i'm a musician so you are constantly like picking up these identity and easily blending in in different groups, but you still have the clear sense of awareness and a truth to the identity of who you are. In practice, how I've seen this usually show up is people who have a defined center, like this strong inner sense of who you are, they are struggling with finding the external name to attach their being to. So this will show up of like, oh, how do I name my myself, my business? Who am I? How do I present myself? So constantly trying to fit in to one identity. On the other side, when people have open undefined center, what I've seen usually is that a struggle comes from the fact of really finding that identity and feeling it like it's your own. So people with an open center would be, as they've been prone in their life to be attaching to different identities, like trying out different things in their lives, they they could be struggling with identifying like really, okay, who am I? What's my direction? And they're really trying to find that internal compass and alignment from within so you can kind of see how the mechanics of human design work mm-hmm. and how this shows up in your day-to-day life so something i wanted to also like offer you before we hit the road before we meet in the master class is a different description and definition of printer so I want you to find, and until then, I want you to start thinking about your preneurial identity and how this impacts what you do. Something that helped me a lot, I have a defined G Center and I have this strong, and especially as a manifester, I have this strong vision that I feel aligned with, the vision that I'm building, and as a manifester, that's what I'm here to bring to other people, but but I was also struggling with finding this definition of who am I and how do I present this multidimensional identity and interests and abilities that I bring with me. Something that really helped me was discovering my Entrepreneurial role that really felt aligned when I read it. And for me, that is an entrepreneur. And I love that I came across this definition of entrepreneur is an entrepreneur who uses her or his business to find personal fulfillment creatively, spiritually, emotionally, and creates social change. So for me, this definition really hit home and it really felt online. Like I, I could really feel it like deep inside of my soul, my G center. And this is why I wanted to offer you a couple of prenurial types and words to start pondering upon and really finding your authentic word and expression, especially because. And these words help you determine what kind of preneur you want to be and what kind of a business or career you want to build. So one of these words is entrepreneur. So if you are a change maker, you want to create change through the organization. You don't want to start your business or you want to work for a couple of different companies, creating portfolio career. Entrepreneur is a great... Way to describe your prenarial type. And don't get confused. Like, these are the words you don't have to use publicly. In your LinkedIn description or when you're introducing yourself, these are the words that that should help you really feel aligned, like your inner word, to help you give the sense of identity and direction. And when it comes to the external titles, you can always play with the, the different ones. But what we want to do with the external titles, especially when we are using them on social media, we want to give. Uh, the public, the awareness and the means to find us through the words and the titles they would be usually looking us for. And another entrepreneurial word I also wanted to bring here in this conversation is aspiring entrepreneurs. So you might not yet feel an Like an entrepreneur, you haven't embodied this identity because you haven't established your business, you haven't gotten your product in the market. So feeling like an aspiring entrepreneur really gives yourself a permission to be surrounded around other entrepreneurs. Some other words I've seen being used as soulpreneur. So if you're doing a very deep soul work and this helps you identify and attract and have people really find you through the way they identify themselves as like soul seekers or something else, this can feel aligned. Also, a big rise I see on LinkedIn is solopreneur. So this big movement, which is very aligned with kind of like where we're going with human design and how we're shifting in 2027, we're shifting from this collective era, 400 years going into the individual of building uh, solopreneurial businesses, of building personal brands a solopreneur uh, might feel aligned for you, especially if you don't see yourself as a founder, entrepreneur, developing a startup or hiring a team. If you see yourself as a one-person business, maybe hiring contractors, like this can feel aligned. I hope you're now seeing how choosing your entrepreneurial identity helps you identify what kind of a business model and business you want to create and what kind of a vision you have for your life and your business. So as I mentioned, solopreneur, someone who doesn't want to run a big team or an agency, want to work with freelancers here and there to help them with specific lines of business, but that's it. But entrepreneur or a founder building a startup, they, they know they need, they are going to be expanding their team to bring in more members so you can see how these different models are reflecting in your decisions on strategies you're going to choose how you're going to expand your business that that was the step four I was explaining in my uh, four-step process and some of the other uh, preneurial identities, like people identify themselves as fan printers, mom printers. So whatever you want to be known for, or that feels like if you're identified as a mom printer, you are emphasizing and catering to mom audience, or this is a, the biggest part of your identity that you want to bring forward through your business, this can feel aligned. So really, and this is why we're always getting to We're getting to the foundations. We're getting to the core. So before we're in order to choose the right strategies and how we're going to develop our careers or businesses, we have to always look for the answer, go back to the beginning, to our why, why we're starting, why is this important? and how do I want to be perceived? what is the mission I'm building etc, cetera, etc. Cetera. So your business starts with you and starts with identity and life you want to build around it. This is why it's so important to do this work at the foundation at the beginning so you have a steady firm foundation for growing your career or business. And this and much more we're going to cover in the upcoming masterclass, Becoming Printer You Were Born To Be. Sign up through the link in this episode or DM me, message me for the link. The masterclass is going to be live on Zoom on November 1st at noon Eastern time, 9 a.m. Pacific time and 6 p.m. Central Eastern Time. I'm looking forward to meeting you, seeing you, and connecting in this space for one hour together. And I encourage you to send me any questions you have and really do not miss this masterclass and the opportunity to unlock your unique superpower. Thank you for listening to Career Alchemist podcast with Jana Burek. If you like this episode, please share it with a fellow career alchemist or leave us a review. If you'd like to learn how to build a thriving career or business by your human design, sign up for the free training and the link in this episode. For additional resources, please visit careeralchemist.com.